This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Hello and welcome to Music Places Potpourri. I'm Peter Stotzer and on this program over the next 30 minutes, we zigzag around the globe, visit some continents, countries, regions, islands, lakes, rivers and cities. We do some exploring before taking a breather with music closely or perhaps just loosely related to the places where we are virtual tourists. We then move on to the next destination. So let's get started. No passport, plane ticket, credit card or vaccinations needed as in our imagination we take off and cross the Pacific Ocean and head to South America. Our destination is landlocked Bolivia, which shares its borders with Brazil, Paraguay, Argentina, Chile and Peru. Bolivia has less than half the population of Australia, with just 12 million inhabitants whose official language is Spanish. However, there are numerous indigenous languages in use as well, not surprising as we learn that Bolivia has South America's largest percentage of indigenous people. The two main indigenous languages are Quechua with 2.3 and Aymara with 1.5 million speakers. We are excited as we are getting closer to our destination because we read on the LonelyPlanet.com website that Bolivia is one of South America's most diverse and intriguing nations, a superlative in its natural beauty. It is rugged, vexing, complex and slightly nerve-wracking. We are further told that Bolivia is not for the faint of heart, rattling down the world's most dangerous road, soaring above verdant La Paz valleys in a paraglider, pulling a catfish that outweighs you out of an Amazon river and maybe cooking it for dinner. Bolivia's rocks, rivers and ravines will challenge, even provoke you into pushing your own personal limits. But actually, we'll take it more leisurely, we think, as we land in the city of La Paz. La Paz has a high variety of altitude from 3,200 meters for the lowest part of the city called Zona Sur, the south zone, up to 4,000 meters above sea levels for the upper part near El Alto and the airport on the Altiplano Plateau. So, visitors, when arriving, often find exertion difficult because of the thin air at those elevations. The center of the city lies in a deep, broad canyon formed by the La Paz or Choquieku-Yapu River. As the seat of the government of Bolivia, La Paz is the site of the Palacio Cuemado, the presidential palace. It is also the seat of the Bolivian parliament. The constitutional capital of Bolivia, though, is Sucre and retains the judicial power. La Paz is the political and financial center of Bolivia and generates 27% of Bolivia's gross domestic product. The city is renowned for its unique markets, particularly the witches' market, and for its vibrant nightlife. Its unusual topography offers unique views of the city and the surrounding mountains of the Cordillera Real. La Paz is also home to the longest, highest and most modern urban cable car network in the world. In May 2015, it was officially recognized as one of the seven new wonders city together with Beirut, Doha, Durban, Havana, Kuala Lumpur and Vigan City in the Philippines on the island of Luzon. 
We are now driving up to the plateau to one of Bolivia's best-known attractions, Lake Titicaca, just 70 kilometers away. The Bolivian side of Lake Titicaca is usually regarded as more beautiful than the Peruvian side, with its ever-present backdrop of the snow-capped Cordillera Real creating stunning views of the lake. The water is deep blue, the people are in colorful clothes with the palera, a pleated skirt, their 19th century bowler hats and a silky shawl known as a manta. The Bolivian side of Lake Titicaca also is believed to be the birthplace of the Incas with the islands of Isla del Sol and Isla de la Luna. But now time for some sustenance. Almuerzo is the most important meal of the Bolivian day, so much so that daily life tends to revolve around it. Long lunches are traditional throughout the country, so businesses and shops often close between the hours of 12 and 2 o'clock so that the workers have time to return home for lunch. A typical Bolivian lunch would consist of several courses, including a soup, a main course of meat, rice and potatoes, then a dessert and coffee. Lunch is taken at a leisurely pace and is traditionally followed by a nap, the often cited siesta. And now, from food to music. Bolivian music is as rich, dynamic and as varied as its multi-ethnic populace. Aside from the foreign and international influences with Spanish notes being the most resonant, each of the over 30 ethnic groups in the country has its own style of indigenous music and instruments. Throughout Bolivia, the music is typically lively and very festive and locally referred to as folklorico. So, while we have a long lunch or almuerzo on the shores of Lake Titicaca and before leaving this magical place, the group Bolivia Marca from their album Poesia Andina are taking us to the title Recuerdos. Yes, Recuerdos means souvenir in English or French, and we do have good memories of Bolivia La Paz and Lake Titicaca as we wing our way to Northern America and Chicago on Lake Michigan, the fifth largest body of fresh water in the world. But we moved to the train station right away and bought the train named City of New Orleans, and that is the city we travel to. The city of New Orleans is a passenger train which operates an overnight schedule between Chicago and New Orleans. In the 50s, 60s and 70s, it operated from the city of Illinois. The train is the subject of the bittersweet 1970 song City of New Orleans, written by Steve Goodman. It was subsequently recorded by Arlo Guthrie in 1972 and many other artists, notably Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Johnny Denver, with slightly different lyrics, Judy Collins and Cherry Reed. The song lyrics trace the trail of the train route from Illinois to Orléans. So, let's board the train with Arlo Guthrie's version, The City of New Orleans. We arrive after this overnight journey in New Orleans and see the slogan of the city, it's easy to love and hard to leave the Big Easy, Big Easy, as New Orleans is affectionately called. No matter the time of year, New Orleans welcomes its visitors in a grand way to experience Caribbean, Spanish, French and African cultures colliding in a brilliant explosion of flavors 
emotions and sounds. Music is everywhere people live to eat and every day is a party here in the birthplace of jazz, which is also home to Creole cuisine, centuries-old Spanish oak trees and clacking streetcars. With a unique combination of city life, swamp tours, festivals, historical significance and revelry during Mardi Gras, New Orleans has the recipe to captivate everyone. We hop on one of the streetcars and explore this more than 300-year-old city that is split by the Mississippi River and surrounded by lakes, bayous and bays. It is in the heart of the French Quarter that we make a pit stop at the market for a cup of café au lait paired with a beignet or get a cold drink on Bourbon Street. But it is the bayous that we want to see. A bayou is a slow-moving creek or a swampy section of a river or lake and they are found in flat areas where water collects in pools. Bayous are usually shallow and sometimes heavily wooded. They can be fresh water, salt water or a combination of both. This combination is called brackish water. Bayou vegetation ranges from tiny mosses to huge cypress trees. Bayous provide habitat for animals as diverse as shrimp, wading birds and alligators. The bayous of the American Gulf Coast have a nickname, Bayou Country. Native Americans have lived in Bayou Country for more than a thousand years. They relied on the rivers and bayous of the Gulf Coast for shelter and food such as fish, shrimp and birds. They developed sophisticated watercraft to navigate between seasonal settlements. Wooded bayous also provided protection during times of conflict. Bayou Country is also home of Kachun and Creole cultures. Cachoons trace their ancestors to French-speaking people from the southeastern part of Canada called Acadia. Many Acadians migrated to the isolated bayous of Louisiana, and Cachoons speak a version of French and have a unique musical heritage, drawing on French and Canadian folk tunes. And with this, we read on the back of the album Cachoon Moon the following. The Cachoon and Sideco a music almost certainly guarantees to get your fingers tapping and your feet dancing. The French influence features in the musical traditions and language of this area of the United States. The combination of fiddles, squeeze box, harmonicas and slide guitar brews up a vibrant and colorful sound. Here is the title Louise by Ruddy and the Ghost Riders. Time to leave the Americas. On our way home, we stop just very quickly in Naples in southern Italy. Naples has become one of the favorite destinations for all those tourists who love spending their holidays in cities of artistic interest. Unlike cities in which art is stored in museums and daily life happens on the streets, Naples' distinctive mark is its folklore, people living and working among the artistic beauties of the city. Naples is the third largest city in Italy after Rome and Milan, situated in the shadow of Mount Vesuvius within the sweep of the bay, not far from the famous Amalfi Coast, Sorrento and the island of Capri. And the decor of Napoli is still predominantly one of mouldering palaces in red or ochre and ancient churches in stone or stucco. But we look back up to the Mount Vesuvius dominating Naples, the volcano that erupted in 79 AD and destroyed the city of Pompeii. It is a reminder that life is ever so fragile. 
But let's not go past the fact that the pizza was reportedly invented in Naples. Pizza Margherita was first created by Raffaele Eposito, who was asked to make a meal for the Italian King Umberto and his wife Queen Margherita. So, while we nibble on a slice of said pizza, we turn to our last musical component in today's program. Funiculi Funicula, or in English Funicular Up, Funicular Down, is a song composed in 1880 by Luigi Denza to lyrics by Peppino Turco. It was written to commemorate the opening of the first funicular railway on Mount Mesuvius. The sheet music sold over a million copies within one year. Over the years, the song has been performed by many artists, including Mario Lanza, the Mills Brothers, Connie Francis, Haruomi Hasono, with lyrics translated into Japanese, but also Luciano Pavarotti, Andrea Bocelli, the Chipmunks and the Wiggles. Today we go to the light-hearted version by Italian baritone Patrizio Buane. Patrizio heard classical songs as a boy in his father's Italian restaurant. He now strives to reinvent the classics, arranged in a fresh style and sung in both Italian and English. Here is Patrizio Buano seeking his mother's help in finding a wife with Home to Mama. Patrizio Buane, Home to Mama, and we are returning home to Australia. I hope you enjoyed our journey from La Paz to the Bayous and our stop over in Naples. Before we all part, I would like to give credit to the following sources of information. LonelyPlanet.com, Aracari.com, Wikipedia.org, VisitBolivia.net, AmericanRails.com, Education.NationalGeographic.org, NewOrleans.com, Comune.Napoli.it. I thank you for your travel companionship. I'm Peter Stotzi, your tour guide, and I do hope that you join me again when we next take off on this program, Music, Places, Potpourri. In the meantime, in the spirit of this show, I say to you, au revoir, sampai palagi, arrivederci, servus, hasta la vista, bis bald, allegra, adieu miteinand, and goodbye. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.